Hello, everybody. I hope you got your holy water because we're talking about haunted locations in this episode of Beyond the Borderline with your hosts, Cam, Ryan, and Phil, and Connor. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 23 of Beyond the Borderline. And uh, last week, we talked about cryptids and kind of weird, mysterious creatures. Pardon me. Uh, that may or may not exist and so kind of in the same vein we're going to be talking about uh, some ghostly tales today uh, more specifically haunted locations around the world so uh, yeah we'll, we'll dive a little bit into some of the more famous haunted locations and kind of tell about their stories and stuff and uh, yeah so who wants to kick us off boys I'll uh I'll take a stab at her. So um, I wanted to keep it a little bit more local, being that we're from Canada. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the Fairmont Banff Springs uh, Hotel. Nice. There's uh, quite a few stories that surround this very, very large hotel. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a picture of this hotel, but it's quite big. It's quite impressive. It's Um, like the uh, almost like the Chateau Frontenac style. In yeah, it, City. exactly. Yeah, it's quite, it, it's very much designed in the same vein. Um, and I, I really cannot overstate how large this, this hotel is. It's more like a castle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, to jump right into the, the, the haunted story surrounding this place, the first one is about um, this bride that was having a wedding at the hotel in the 1920s, I believe. Um, she was walking down one of the sets of stairs in the hotel down to the main lobby. Uh, um, a grand marble staircase is, is the one specifically uh, she was walking down. And um, she unfortunately tripped and fell. At the, it's kind of ambiguous as to how she fell down the stairs, but um, some say her dress caught on fire because there was candles laid upon, about the, the stairs. Some people just say she, strip, she tripped. Some people say she was pushed. But anyways, she stripped, (laughs) she stripped. Yes, she stripped. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she was pushed or or she fell or however she 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 died after falling down the stairs. That sucks. That's like the worst way to go. She died. Yeah, she did. Whenever we hear stories about that, I always think of like walking into a bar in heaven, you know, and sitting down with the lads, like getting a beer at the bar, like when you're dead. (laughs) everyone's sharing tales of how they died and someone's just like yeah i fell down the stairs <laughs> like For that real? sucks dude that's but yeah anyways ever since that day that she fell down the stairs and, and and died um hotel staff and hotel patrons have there there have been multiple reports of seeing a woman walking the halls you know in a in a wedding dress dancing and laughing and um, standing at the foot of uh, the bed of certain people's hotel rooms and stripping yeah and stripping <laughs> but yeah it basically just causing all kind of of you know shenanigans but she there was never any reports of her actually causing any like harm but yeah apparently there's just many many reports of this woman in the wedding dress just running around the hotel dancing and kind of just acting creepy in general <laughs> yeah um, i'd like to stay there one day yeah, I would love to. Um, just yeah, to see, you know, just to make sure. To this day, people still claim they've seen the woman in the wedding dress. Um, the hotel staff obviously deny it. Um, 
yeah i feel like they deny it but like keep it alive a little bit because like yeah yeah if it sure. was like fully like everyone believed it obviously business wouldn't go too well but the fact that it's like just kind of you know a lingering rumor is probably like a net benefit mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. for business yeah. you know but the more the more like known story uh this hotel the, the hotel has is there are a series of haunted rooms in the um the hotel um, for varying different reasons, but the most famous room is the Missing Room 873. And I'll get into why it's called the Missing Room. Um, there is no specific date, but years ago, um, a family, a man, his, a wife, and his child were staying in the room 873. And one night, um, the man just all of a sudden became crazy and murdered his wife and child and then killed himself. Jeez. That's like the uh, shining almost. Yeah. After the um after there was the investigation was done and the room was cleaned up, um, hotel staff and maids claimed that uh the window or not the window star, but the mirror in the bathroom can constantly, whenever they go in to clean, they see bloody fingerprints and a bloody handprint on the mirror. And every time they would clean up the blood, the bloody handprint handprint would return the next day. Nice. And Wild. people people who had stayed in the room reported hearing horrible wailing screaming in the middle of the night in the room. Oh, that's nice. Look, if um, I worked there, like why do people, I would quit immediately, you know, like if a bloody but, handprint showed up every single day, you know, like, I'd be like, uh, yo, I, I do not get paid enough for that. Yeah. That's above <laughs> right. my pay grade, dude. Like, However, the, the, the really scary thing about this room is that hotels, the, the, the official hotel staff, will claim the room does not exist. And if you actually went to the eighth floor and tried to find room 873, you wouldn't be able to find it because the last room in on the eighth floor is room 875. Now, why this is really, really weird is every floor in the building has a room that every floor on the building, the last room number of every floor on or of every room on every floor is 73. So on floor six, it's the last room on floor six is 673. The last floor or the last room on floor seven is seven seven three, but for some reason on floor eight, it stops at eight seven five. Now some mm-hmm. people some people may think that uh, um, room eight seven three was kind of merged into eight seven five because eight seven five is much larger than than most rooms. But people constantly go to this hotel just so that they can find room eight seven three, but it's not there. I thought they uh, I thought the story was that they boarded it up on like because it was so fucked and because people were experiencing so many paranormal encounters in it that they literally bricked up the entire doorway and then put uh, yeah, you know yeah. plaster over it and made it look like the so, rest of the so hallway. That, that's also where I was going is there have yeah there there have been reports and stories that that is the case as to why 873 isn't there now. But if you ask official hotel staff, they'll say, yeah, 873 just doesn't exist. <laughs> Damn. I also heard that there was, because um, I looked a little bit at it as well, Ryan, when I was uh, looking into places for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently they were showing like the floor plans and the designs of the hotel and stuff. And apparently there's one room uh, with no windows and no doors and nobody even the owner of the hotel didn't know that it was there but it was part of the design it's on the the uh blueprints and stuff and it's just a small room on one of the floors no windows no doors but apparently people hear like horrifying screams and stuff coming from it 
Um, So no one knows, you know, if it was used for something nefarious and was kind of a hidden, uh, a hidden room that had some strange purpose. But anyway, this is what I hear. But yeah, that's basically um, my, my, my spiel on uh, that hotel. A, A lot of people seem to think that this hotel is what gave Stephen King the inspiration for The Shining. But that's not actually true. Uh, Stephen King got his inspiration from the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But there's certainly similarities. That, that place hotels, also made hotels. the list as like one of the top haunted yep. places in the world. Yeah, I was also looking at that as well. Yeah, it's cool. I want to stay over in some of these places, you know, just to yeah. see myself. Like mm-hmm. if, like on, I watched a bunch of videos that were like top 10 haunted locations in the world. And both those hotels, the Stanley whatever it's called in Colorado and the Banff Springs one showed up on every list. And it's like, okay, if they're, if it's that many people saying that, saying these things about it, you know, and same with uh, actually closer to home, we should go to the, um, the old Ottawa jail. I've been to it. I haven't stayed the night, but I've been to it. I, I think I yeah. went there for school one day. Yeah. On a field trip. Yeah. Same. But we, but you can stay the night. Like that's my yeah. point. We should stay the night and then do an episode after and, and be like, what do we experience you know? we we saw some fucked shit <laughs> no uh, also uh isn't actually the, uh, uh what do you call it the kingston penitentiary isn't that whack too yeah oh yeah, yeah. and you know why that's whack is because that was a, a a kind of a breeding ground for uh the united states the united states government to test their mk ultra project really oh yeah they In tested kingston? A, yes and they t- they yes they tested many drugs and many different chemicals through the MK Ultra project on women in that penitentiary. That's horrifying. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Damn. Okay. What's the MK Ultra project. The MK Ultra project uh, was the United States government's attempt to create um basically like mind tel- control. Or yeah, yeah. yeah it, they were they were trying to create sleeper cell agents to to kind of like inject them into Russian society and then activate them whenever they needed to. Why do they do it in Canada then? I think there was like just collaboration, like yeah, there was collaboration and also and grants, I, and funding. I imagine they could probably more plausible deniability. They could, you know what I mean? Like they keep it out of their country. Mm-hmm. But isn't sure. it like declassified? I'm pretty sure. Like I think it, so. Yeah. Like people know that it was an official thing that the CIA actually was trying to do. Them. Yeah, but they were going. They were going beyond just trying to create like um, spies and shit. They were trying to unlock, you know, like telekinetic abilities with like. Mm-hmm. MDMA and stuff like that and different psychedelic drugs. Yeah, I used to watch theories that like uh Britney Spears was an MK Ultra subject and stuff. Well, that's what but, the, so that's kind of what the show Stranger Things kind of talks about too. Stranger Things gets into that MK Ultra stuff a lot oh, too. Yeah. They kind of allude to it a little bit in the show. The trailer uh, for season four for just dropped. I know, looks great. I don't think I've seen Crazy. I know I binged season one in one night a long time ago when it came out, but I don't even same. I'm not caught, I'm not caught up caught up at all. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, I wanted to talk about the Paris catacombs a bit. Um but so <laughs> these are just so fascinating to me because I love old shit. I don't really I know much about them. Yeah, well, it's just Okay. Well, I'll go Cameron, into Please do the fans a service. It's spectacular. Yeah, I've, I've never heard about them before, so I'm very fascinated. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I took some notes, so like, let, let's let's see what I can come up with here. So basically, um, this is 
it, it has a long, long history. So basically in the 12th century, uh, there was a cemetery in Paris called the Holy Innocence Cemetery. So the Holy Innocence Cemetery was the largest one in Paris. Uh, but eventually it got full. Basically, you know, th this was the main cemetery for the entire city of Paris. So it filled up fairly quickly. Um, so when it started filling up, they began to dig mass graves there. So instead of interring people, um, you know, one body at a time in a proper six foot grave, um, they would just dig a huge grave and basically just toss corpses in until it got filled up. Um, so a little unceremonial, but, you know, you're running out of space in the middle of a dense urban city. There's not much you can do, right? Um, so eventually it got so full that, and it was so, it was so kind of poorly organized and shallowly dug graves, you know, like not, not proper uh, burial conditions that uh, purportedly the air in the cemetery was so nasty, just so full of, of rot and, and disease and horribleness that it spoiled milk, like almost instantly, if you brought milk into the cemetery and it would rot meat completely within, you know, Ugh. a matter of hours. Like that was how filthy this place was. Uh, not only that, but the lack of oxygen in the soil and and just the lack of proper nutrients in the soil because you know this place was full of corpses and just completely diseased and terrifying uh no, that basically the corpses didn't actually decompose properly as they would in a normal cemetery you know with oxygen being able to get at at the the uh at the corpses and with you know uh various creatures able to feast on their flesh for lack of a better term that actually what happened to the corpses is many of them in these mass graves turned into this horrible like gelatin type substance known as corpse wax oh um so just imagine you know wax made of flesh and bones and ooze and oh just just terrible <laughs> just completely repulsive stuff um so anyway eventually it got so full and so nasty and you know businesses wouldn't operate near it people wouldn't want to live near it like this is like you know you can imagine how it would affect property value to have a, an overpacked putrid cemetery right beside you uh so eventually in the 17th century louis the 16th who was king of france at the time he closed all cemeteries in paris including the Holy Innocent Cemetery and, um, and dug up all the remains and they had to put it somewhere. Uh, so in a classic sweeping shit under the carpet move, uh, they decided to put them in the old limestone mines, which basically ran underneath the entire city of Paris. So out of sight, out of mind, uh, basically, um, yeah, so Paris sat on a huge kind of bed of limestone, which they used to construct a lot of the old buildings in it, like, you know, Notre Dame Cathedral and the Louvre Museum and, and stuff like that. And in total, it was 350 kilometers of tunnels and a total of 32 kilometers squared, which is actually a third of the entire 
size of Paris on the surface. So basically, an entire second city's worth of tunnels lie underneath Paris. Wow. And, and they were mines, you know, limestone mines, uh, for the most part. And, and they're used for various purposes over the years. Apparently, farmers used them for mushroom cultivation. Um, the Nazis used them when they took over France in 1942. The resistance, the French resistance against the Nazis used them as well for covert operations and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so um, in the catacombs, after Louis XVI ordered all the corpses moved to them, um, there's now about six or six to seven million dead bodies in these tunnels. And to put that in perspective, the population of Paris is just over two million. So there's about three times as many dead people in Paris as there are living. Wow. It's kind of horrifying, you know, just yeah. lurking, lurking under the streets, you know, like 50 feet under. Um, and in fact, there's an occasion, I, I forget when it was, I want to say like the 1920s, but don't quote me on that, where like a whole block of the city just collapsed 90 feet down right into the catacombs. So it's there, it's everywhere, you know. Um, but most of the bodies are, are, it's not like they're everywhere, you know, because it's such a large area underground that um, they tried to, well, it was, it was kind of impossible to, to spread them out everywhere. So um, there's this famous section, the only section that's actually still open to the public where you, you can have paid tours. It's called the ossuary. So from the root word of bone, obviously. And it's basically this room and these series of tunnels completely made out of the bones of all the dead people. So the, the walls are lined with like, there'll be a few rows of like femurs and then a row of skulls and then some like spinal columns and stuff in a, in a strangely like artistic way, <laughs> you know, it, it almost looks good, you know, like satisfying from a design point of view. Um, you know, just skulls wrapping around these pillars and stuff like that. Pretty morbid, but, um, but yeah, so you can, you can tour that area in Paris, but the rest of it is closed. Um, it's illegal to enter probably because like you'll either die or, um, you know, cause a collapse or something like that. But yeah, there's tons of stories of people getting lost in there. Um, more recently, there was a couple of teenagers who got lost in there after they were in there for three days and they were on the brink of death, but they were found by like a pack of search dogs and stuff. But, but think about it, 350 kilometers. Like if you go in, you're kind of fucked. I saw this, it was like a documentary of these guys that were exploring it. And at one point the guy um, turned off his flashlight just to show what it would be like if you got lost, just pitch black. Yeah, you know, in these cramped corridors. And it's like, man, if you get lost, your batteries die, you're never, ever coming out. So yeah. just imagine how many people over the centuries, because this thing's been around for 400 years, you know, um, and the, the limestone mines even longer. Just how many people went in and, and never came out, combined with the fact that there's 7 million corpses in there. Um, you know, you can imagine. But anyway, so there's all kinds of rumors that it's it's haunted um as you can imagine the one of the popular legends is that somewhere in the depths of the catacombs it actually leads to the gates to hell um <laughs> which is obviously a little farcical but 
it's just it's really obscure and mysterious and interesting and the fact that it just lurks below you know like i saw this video on it um with a really good title called the empire of death below the city of lights because you know paris is this whole it's called the city of lights right that's his nickname it's and it's the city of love and it's it's beautiful and gorgeous and picturesque but below it is just this creeping horror of millions yeah. and millions of corpses and skulls lining the hallways like some fucking macabre dungeon um but yeah it's really cool and then there was this footage that was recovered so people found yes, a video the camera. camera yeah yeah the yeah camera <laughs> um i wonder if this is the inspiration for um if anyone knows minecraft there's there's music discs that you can find and um one of the music discs is called I think it's disc 13 and I, I think it, I don't think it has a name. It's just disc 13 and most of them play music, but this one plays just a terrifying mm-hmm. audio track of like this guy running through a cave and like, you can hear him panting and like scared and, and then, you know, but it's Minecraft. So like you can hear like a creeper explode behind him or something, but, <laughs> but it's supposed, it's pretty terrifying when you listen to it without context. And I'm wondering if they're related because the, the video camera they found in the catacombs was just a guy going through it with a, you know, a light and a camera. And, um, you know, he's exploring and he's turning this way and that way. And you see piles of bones here and piles of leg bones over there and a huge pile of skulls over there, like hundreds, like this Damn. Thing is crazy. And then he's, um, he starts to get more panicked and you can hear his breath you know he's breathing really heavily he's uh like frantic you know what i mean um and he's turning rapidly and going down these passageways and you can kind of assume that he's lost or being chased by something you know it's very very freaky because it's a pov shot and it's like all you can see is what he sees and you just hear him start to get more and more freaked out um and then all of a sudden he starts running down this hallway and then drops, drops the camera. Yeah, drops the camera. And then and, faces him running. Yeah. So you can see like just briefly him uh splashing through this puddle and like running off into the complete darkness. Cause I think the camera the light was attached to the camera. Yeah. So it's like he just ran off into the dark. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? So did and that why guy would ever, you drop? And he was never guy, seen again. Oh, he was never seen again. Okay. As far as we know, he was never seen again. And damn, the footage was recovered. It's it's filmed until the batteries died, and uh, nothing was caught on the footage. But um, you have to wonder, like, did he just kind of go a little bit crazy, you know, because he thought he was lost and he just panicked super hard, or like, you know, maybe some demonic entity um, caught him. But yeah, it's really cool. There's a. Uh an okay movie based on the catacombs i believe it's called as above so below yeah 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 right okay i need to watch that, this now um like it's it's uh it's more theatrical in its um origin about like being the center of hell or whatever yeah the gates it kind of gets into that but it, wait what's it called i would say Sorry? it's as above so below mm-hmm. as above so below it's okay. um it actually does a fairly great representation um of kind of the lore and like like you get like real pov footage that they used for the movie yeah they actually went in oh and just there's something to be said about like 
letting the dead rest like you know like as i say like final resting spot and these like mm-hmm. think about it like these people like these bones are people at one point taking their leg bones throwing them somewhere taking their skull throwing it somewhere else like that's not true like that's not a true resting place so i mm-hmm. feel like if anywhere is going to be haunted this place makes sense because these were like people at one point and as you say like they just take their bones and they turn them into like walls and columns and stuff like that like you yeah can't, you can't if, like if you truly believe that it's someone's final resting place you can't expect somebody to rest peacefully if they've been pulled apart and separated and just put randomly mm-hmm. as an ornament rather than like left as a human body that yeah. once was. yeah i agree and like just the sheer number of them too like if any place is going to be haunted it's the place with seven million corpses <laughs> like yeah that's, oh, and then one last really quick wild. fact yeah okay one last quick fact about the catacombs and this is filthy like this is <laughs> this is just rancid but so you know the corpse wax that i was talking to you about before mm-hmm. basically this goo of you know half decomposed bodies so um when louis the 16th ordered all the cemeteries emptied um it said that there were a couple of people that were very happy about this and that was the the candle makers and the soap makers in paris oh no <laughs> these dirty bastards collected the corpse wax corpse wax and turned it into candles and bars of soap that they sold to the residents of paris they saw they saw an opportunity and they took it <laughs> that's morbid that's capitalism morbid. <laughs> yeah that is i guess horrifying. people do that with animals so you can't look too bad on it but still well but bars of soap i mean i'm not washing wash myself with i'm not but wouldn't I'm it not... smell bad though you wouldn't know I though know, man yeah you okay, wouldn't so know actually, but actually, you, i guess like gelatin they would have yeah. used it as like a binding agent rather than like a scent, probably. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But think about it this way: I don't want to be washing myself with some dead guy's asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, isn't that just counterproductive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it if you're the think about if you're the dead person, like you're just getting turned <laughs> into a bar of soap. <laughs> I mean, I guess someone's just, reduce, someone's reduce, just, using, someone's just oh. using you as a to wash themselves. Yeah, that's that is horrifying. It's fucked. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! All well, right. Actually, we... you said you said the right word, Cam. That is filthy. Yeah, just filthy, and not in a good way. Not when like there's a nasty dangle like in the <laughs> NHL or something. Like this is filthy. Literally, yeah. literally disgusting. Literal dirt. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> kind of messed up story, but no one really wants to be used as soap or to be burned as a candle. I guess. <laughs> Or to use people that were used as soap. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of gross, but... Or use soap that used to be... Imagine, you use bars of soap to clean your face. You're putting a dead man on your face. (laughs) And other areas that... Getting some some gooch in your your eyes. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Getting some sweaty ass and And it could be... The thing about the wax is that, like, you don't know it's just from one guy too. Like they probably just scooped this shit up. It could oh, have been because um, the mass graves, the mass graves are fifteen hundred people out of. It's just a conglomerate. It's just a conglomerate of like. Yeah, filth. It's a smorgasbord. No people. cap, and I <laughs> hope everyone news. can agree with me. The that so-called baby soap that doesn't 
doesn't make you cry, it makes you cry. <laughs> yeah, it makes you cry. Wait, which? That is some false advertising right oh, there. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? You know that, like, gentle soap that you used as, like, a five-year-old that wasn't supposed to get in your eyes and make you want to die? Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah, no, I know I exactly. Use, the, shampoo, like a, the shampoo. The shampoo, it had it like, has a like an a- bottle. Yeah, it was a, like an amber color. I don't know, oh. dude. I have, like, five memories from when I was five, uh, and none of them involve <laughs> soap. <laughs> Phil, sometimes I just stuck it up and like. You know, did you wash your hair with soap? Like, how did how did how's it get in your eyes? I mean, I, I guess. Know, man. I guess well, just, no, no, no. It's it's not just soap. It's I'm also just thorough. <laughs> All right, Phil. Fast. Until you're about twenty years old, you still have a bald head. So I don't even think good. Hair is a baby. Jesus Christ! No, Phil. He had long hair for a while there. Those, for a uh, minute, dude. The pictures in your hallway will attest to that. Grade five. Sure. That's it. Grade five Grade was the last time. And then he achieved it. That's a while. Uh, All right, folks. <laughs> I think that I think we'll leave this episode here, but uh tune in on Friday and we'll we'll hear a couple more stories. Phil and Phil and myself have have our stories to share. So tune in uh on Friday for that. In the meantime. And if you don't, we the catacomb demons will find you. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to. Yeah, thanks, Cam. I didn't want to sleep tonight. And then they will yeah. turn you into bars of soap. No. There you go. Yo, I, I will know. say, and I didn't want to interrupt anyone's stories, but something moved in my fucking room. And oh, it scared no. the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you look. for like, Dude, you saw me look, dude. I saw you look over, and I was like, what was that? Yeah, no, maybe, no maybe, the, uh, maybe the something literally fell from... off of my shelf. Oh maybe boy! Maybe the skin demon is coming to get you, Phil. It's from uh, no, it's Midge that we talked about. Anyone, yes, if yes. you're wondering, go check out episode six, and you'll know what I talk, what I'm yeah. talking about. He's not right. a poltergeist. I just had to think of a cool name because Jim is too mainstream, you know. Right, right. for sure, for sure. All right, All right. thanks everyone. everyone. Have a great night. Take care. Brush your hair. <laughs> <laughs>